Alexander Snicker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Husband. Banter, lather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, probational chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchist Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? Uh, a little hungover today. A little hungover, huh? Yeah, you had a little partying yeah, last little, night? A little, little fuzzy today. Yeah, we just... Uh, Where'd you go? Uh, we uh, Downtown Palm Harbor. Downtown you know. Palm Harbor Vice, downtown Dunedin. Versus, God, you haven't gotten that right in, <laughs> ever. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, we normally go to downtown Palm Harbor. Yeah, I got you. It's a, it's a happening little spot. But we, yeah, we, we we went to. That's uh, where we go and eat sometimes. Yeah, we went to. Or when I was going down there. Yeah, we went to uh, Barfly, and uh, you know they uh, they have a great happy hour special there. You get these dollar shrimp, and these shrimps are like yeah, friggin' you know mutated prawns or something like that. They're like huge. the kind of stuff that you know has been genetically modified, and you don't care. No, they're just big ass shrimp. But um, you know, and so they. they oh, and isn't that kind of a of a of a contradiction in terms? Of it kind of is shrimp? actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. But uh, they're very good. So, and then after that, we went to Bogota, and they had this uh, little uh, three man funk band, <laughs> which was awesome. A three man funk band. Three man funk band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. So they were playing some funky music, and you know. were they white? Um, did they play play that funky music, white boy? They did not, uh, but uh, I, they were they were Korean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was actually just Japanese karaoke. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think a couple of the guys were white, and one guy was uh, hard to distinguish, maybe Cuban or something like that. But I got gotcha. uh, Yeah, he uh, he had some pipes on him, man. Yeah. Pipes. Yeah, so it was good stuff. So I, you know, we had a few there, and then we went home, kept the party going, and uh, yeah, I, I had one too many. I think. Oh, nice. So, yeah. I had a couple drinks myself last night, but yeah. then I got home and didn't have any more drinks because, uh, you know, all shit, all hell broke loose. Oh, yeah? What kind of hell broke loose? Well, that was with the COVID thing. So oh, right, right, right. COVID and a whole, yeah. whole thing. You know, yeah. so, so. I'm negative, though, so obviously I can't get it despite all my efforts to the contrary. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> despite all your effort. Well, you're trying to get it. You know, I'm at the point right now where I'm kind of like, I wish I would Fuck only it. because just I can be get done through it and yeah. just be done with it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I just want to, cause like if, if it's this or the shot, like I weigh the odds, eh, I think I'd rather just get it then. Eh, I don't know about that. Honestly. Well, I think the antibodies that you build up for having it are better right. than the antibodies that you build up for the shot. And I also think that you're going to be less likely to, um, Give it to other people if you've already gotten it first. That's I, I, that could be the case. I mean, I, I haven't ha- seen a lot of studies on that. Whether it's uh, better to have uh, natural immunization uh, due to having it, or if it's uh, better to be vaccinated. But I would have to say, from what we're seeing, especially with all the breakthrough cases, that uh, it's probably better to have natural immunization. Well, I think, you know? and again, this is going to sound a little funny. I mean, of course, if we put this on YouTube, they get rid of it, right? Of course. But <laughs> I think that. The spreaders are now the ones that have the vaccine. Uh, possibly. Like, they're the ones that are doing the most spreading. Yeah. But, again, I don't, you know, what do I know? Yeah. 
Right. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, not, we're not virologists. We just play them on a podcast. Yeah. yeah. You know, here's the thing. Neither are the people that are making the decisions. <laughs> no, that's true. Well, some of them are, but they have profit motives. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Fucking but, uh, Fauci. So, ah! so what's going on in your world, man? Um, Anything interesting? I mean, there's all different kinds of interesting stuff that's going on right now, but I want to start with, I got to start with this, though. I mean, look, the, the elephant in the room is Afghanistan, and we're going to have to get to that in the first hour because there's just so much to talk yeah, about there. Yeah, a good ton to talk about. However, that. though, you were bullied by a frog, and that has to count. It has to trump the uh Yeah, I, I feel like this week nature was just turning against me. You know, Doesn't it normally turn against you? No, no. Normally, I'm I'm very uh, you know symbiotic with nature. At one with you know, nature? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, you know... Uh, Snow White with you know little birdies flying around and landing on my shoulders and stuff and help me with the laundry. Normally I'm that guy, but she feels like uh, <laughs> that's a great visual. Um, <laughs> but it, just Adrian singing along with honestly, the birds. Well, it's, it's yeah, it's it's like uh, all these little critters have just been like fucking with me this week. Like for example, the the frog. We have I have uh, this Cuban tree frog that uh, you know lives uh, basically on my back porch. Do you call him Fidel? Uh, I think I actually have called him Fidel in the past. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, this guy, you know, he's just completely fearless. And every time I see him, I'm like, you know, you're an invasive species. I'm supposed to kill you. And I can never bring myself to kill him. But last night or a couple nights ago, he's on my wall right next to my slider out back. Yeah. And uh, he's just looking at me like defiantly. Right. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You know, I, sh- I should squash you right now because you're, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. You're an invasive species. You should over... And this this frog, man, it, he shits like huge, huge. It, I, I don't know how shits. I don't how, I don't know how much shit how this much shit comes out of this little frog's body, like but Bono size shit. So he's he's staring me down, right? Mm-hmm. And like I'm literally like less than a foot away from. Him. We're we're eye to eye, and he rolls over and he looks at me, right? And he gives me this side eye, and then he just fucking shits like you wouldn't believe, <laughs> you know. And doesn't move, just squirts this huge line of shit down my wall, and I'm gonna have to hose off. And uh, and then he then he, he he looks away for a second, and he side eyes me again. Like, what are you gonna do about it, bitch? <laughs> and all this week, man, like I had a squirrel challenge me uh, the other day. <laughs> Fucking he just comes up to me and starts doing the tail thing. You know, he's like, you know, five feet away from me. Like, what are you gonna do, bitch? You know, I feel like nature wants to fight me all of a sudden. I'm walking. I'm, I'm walking the dog through the park. I do about you know a two mile hike every day with the dog. Yeah, uh, and we go through uh, Hammock Park, and uh, this friggin' rabbit, you know, comes out in the middle of the trail, eyeballs us both, stare down my dog, <laughs> and refuse to move. You know, it's like what the hell is going on? It's like I. I'm concerned that, you know, there's a bunch of small furry animals that are planning like a revolution. Like plotting <laughs> against you. Yeah. Well, you maybe, know, they're, maybe they're. That's the South Park dystopian future it chart. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. The, the woodland creatures. Yeah. Yeah. It could. That's right. <laughs> well, South Park could get a, a point for pretty much every dystopia out there. Well, know? yeah, but it's, if, here's the thing, though. It's very rare that you can find. That's the only one that really oh, and then works. This morning. This morning. Friggin lizard. You know how the. Uh, get up in your business. Anoles. Yeah, comes running right up to me, right at my feet, and starts doing the push-up thing, and then the expanding his neck out thing. You know what I'm talking about? Like trying about? to scare the crap out of yeah. you. Yeah. Like, so I take a step. I'm like, all right, bitch, it's on. So I take a step towards him. Doesn't move. You know? <laughs> <laughs> finally, I'm like, okay. So I Game lifted, on. I lifted my foot like I was going to step on him, and he finally took off. You know? But it's like, what the hell? You, you, you got right you to gonna the You're going to fight point. me? 
you know, I outweigh you by like 2,000 times. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, it, it would be like me standing in front of a skyscraper and saying, let's go, bitch. You know? <laughs> I just don't get Hold it. On. I was out walking the dog, or I wasn't out walking the dog last night. I was out walking last night. Right. And, I, and normally when I walk around downtown, when I walk around Newport Ritchie, I don't ever see anybody. But tonight, I, last night, I actually saw a couple people. And there was one. Well, wait a second. There's always people in downtown Newport Ritchie. Well, it, it, when I'm walking around like in the neighborhoods and stuff, there's very oh, rarely okay. people. I, I thought you meant around. downtown, downtown. Well, no, 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 no. I meant just, you know, because I was you. only a block away from right. a block or two from the house. And I guess this, the, this guy had this little dog and he was kind of yelling at the dog because the dog was scared of everybody and everything. Right. Right. But this dog was like little, like it, I mean, not like freakishly, like it was like poodle size. Right. But like I, my first thought was, look, and I didn't say this to the guy, but I wanted to say it to the guy. I was like, look, how would you feel if you were freaking that short walking around in Atlanta Giants? Like you'd right. be a little nervous too. Yeah. Unless right. you're one of Adrian's animals near him. That, yeah. You know, very aggressive Taliban. No, fu- no fucking fear. Yeah. Taliban fucking animals you got going on yeah, over there. Yeah, no shit. Don't give him any weapons. No. Jesus don't do that. Christ, don't give him any weapons. Don't give him any Toyotas, so we'll be fucked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, uh, hang on a Did you say something about uh, more therapy you had this week? or? No, I didn't have any therapy this week. Oh, you never got that scheduled? But I want to say to the listeners, if you guys understand the, um, the uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the sacrifice that I have to make is now I, ha- I have to make sure to get a psychiatrist because I can't talk to Adrian at all during the week. Because right. this week was one of those weeks for sure that I'm like, I can't even have any conversation with Adrian until we get to the until we get to the show for Saturday morning because like, you know, th- this huge issue that we need to discuss needs to be discussed. And I figured that any I would not be strong enough as a human to not have a conversation <laughs> with Adrian first about this. But I wanted to keep it so like like I wanted to make sure that we didn't waste any of it for the radio. Right. Right. Because yeah. I, we wanted to get to it. Yeah, yeah, we can't have normal conversations cuz then we, you know, go ahead and just basically we do the same type of banter and we blow the entire show. Exactly. You know. So, but you can always talk to me on Telegram. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to bring this up till the second hour, but we'll bring it up on the first hour. So, if you are an unintended baggage uh Patreon, one of the newest features, which um, it's very, very nice. I like it a lot. It is Telegram. That if you want to hold on, I can trade my facial ID again. There you go. Of course, of course, Adrian. What like the fuck? What? 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 It's double. It's double. It's double blinded study. So we're good. Are um, you? Do you have facial recognition on your phone? Uh, of course I do. Oh my god! Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ! I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. All right. So let me see here. Um, uh, hold on. You realize that's probably the least secure way. Um, you what know. do you mean? No, no, no. This is totally a good one. Oh, no. that's Facial recognition is probably the least secure way. Oh, I got you. Yeah. No, no. I hear what you're saying there. Though. Yeah. But it's on a good system, though, so we're good. Yeah. Um, oh, that's on Telegram? Yeah. No, oh, you should use 2FA, man. Are you, are you actually going to be willing to use it? No, fuck no. Of course not. <laughs> but I am I'm, on Signal, but I, I don't the, talk to anyone. Here's on that the thing: either. I'm on this one, and I am asking Adrian to use this one because we had Sean, one of the uh, uh, one of the listeners of the show, has said, "Hey, you know, he wanted to be the changing season of the world or whatever." So he wants to he wants to use he wants us to use Signal as a as a way to communicate. Telegram, a Telegram, yeah, yeah. Telegram. Is that what it is? Yeah, Telegram. So I have agreed to it, and I am on it. And the second question that everybody was asking on there is, is that we're going to get Adrian on it? Yeah, no. And I, 
let me give you the reasons why you should do it though. Mm-hmm. Okay. The reason that you should do it is you should put it on and never use it. And what would be the point of that? Just to show that you're in there and then it will just be even funnier that you don't ever communicate. <laughs> yeah, it's not re- this is not really a bit thing for me. Man. I well, just... <laughs> I understand that it's not really a bit thing for you. I mean, look, we've kind of turned it into a bit only because we're trying to hide how much of an a-hole you are. But like, I really do think that it would be a really good idea for you to be on there, even if you're not going to... Um, to be to say anything on there. Yeah, no, that so. kind of that kind of doesn't real. I don't even know what Telegram. I mean, I know it's a um, it's you know, a very it, secure. It's way. an end-to-end cr- encrypted uh, you know messaging system. But what, is it like a group chat type of thing, or is it like a text? Well, yeah, yeah, or? it's like a, it's like a group chat kind of thing. Okay, which is the first. Like, I should never even have told you that. Like, I should have right. just said no. Of course, it's not. But then you would have figured it out enough anyway, though. Right. But I am on it now, which I do like, and I'm going to continue to be on it. I've actually put a couple videos in there of myself saying things in different areas. Mm-hmm. Like when I was with I was with Mikey the other morning and I put something in there. I'm going to continue to use it. And um, so I like doing it, but at the same time, I just thought it was very funny. That it sounds terribly exciting. Well, I know you hate it. So like I just at the same time. Well, as soon as, I don't hate it. I'm just kind of nihilistic about it. No, know? no, I think you hate it. I think, I think hate's a good word. Now. No, it's actually, it's actually a telegram signal. And like I said, I, I do use signal. I do use uh, signal on rare occasions when I need to have uh, secure conversations with people, uh, which these days is pretty rare. But uh, um, so it, I, I, I recognize the value of the tool, but um, yeah, I, I don't do any type of. I'm still an old man. Get off whatsoever. my porch. Yeah, person. basically. Yeah, I, I don't want to talk to people. Net, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, but I do though. So I'm a, I'm a social butterfly. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Well, at least in the comparative in this show, I'm the social butterfly in the show. Oh, without question. Yes. Oh yeah. You yeah. are the get off my lawn a hole. Yeah, I, I like to think of my myself as the uh, kind of like the uh, the old uh, uh, wise man on the hill. You know, you got to climb the mountain uh, to get any type of advice. And then when you get there, the guy says, get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> 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 that's that's kind of how I see myself. Yeah. All right. So let's just start on this right now. And this is Afghanistan. OK. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Uh, we're we're it's not Afghanistan. It is. It is Sand Wars: Return of the Jihadi, Episode Five. <laughs> the Empire has decided to pull out of the giant sandbox, and the Rebel Alliance has taken over the capital city. <laughs> Kind of what it feels like, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, I didn't know you were doing that. I oh, even I, with the song, I didn't know you were going to do it. I, I didn't, didn't even I, know. I didn't know I was doing that till just now. But oh, yeah, did you? That's, that's, that's oh, I kinda, wish you had more. I wish you had more of the. I, whole. I probably should have had something planned. Oh, yeah. that would have been that would have been good too. <laughs> oh man, yeah, but uh, that's 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 kind of sand wars. Return of the jihadi. Okay, so here is here's where I'm at on this. One, and this is the first point that I think that I have to make, or at least I have to make. You can make it too if you want. I don't know. I'm glad that Biden pulled out of Afghanistan. Yeah, absolutely. That he did part, the right thing. That part doesn't bother me. It was going to end at some point, even in the speech that he gave. While I don't think he actually believed most of the shit he was shoveling in his first speech, I found a hard time disagreeing with some of the overall points that he was making. Right. 
So in that aspect, overall, you want to give him credit. Actually, yeah. I mean, everything he's been saying has been – I've had a hard time disagreeing with – his motivations, his intentions, you know, his, his, uh, definitely there's a lot of problem with the implementation. Oh my God. I mean, a whole lot of problem with that. Uh, but, uh, the, the philosophy and the thought process behind his decisions are uh, pretty much right on as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I don't disagree with that part, but where and I, Trump was on the path of doing the same thing anyway. Yeah. 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 He was. So and you, I didn't you, disagree you, with Trump there. You can't really make this a, you know, Trump versus Biden thing because I, I got to give Biden credit. I, I was just listening to his press conference, I, I think from yesterday. And uh, he, uh, he said, yeah, you know, the, the part of the reason that we were, you know, the, that we haven't been attacked is because of the agreement that Trump made with the Taliban uh, that we would pull out by May 1st. If, they didn't attack any Americans in that time frame, and they didn't attack any, Ameri- uh, any Americans. I mean, so. we're, but we're way past the May time frame. Well, too, we though. are. They they delayed it, but still, the point is, is he gave Trump credit for you know making that uh, that agreement. Yeah, which was actually shocking to me. You know? but here's the thing, though. When you do this, your implementation can be so bad. Yeah. that you have now started like the hornet's nest. To cause us to be less, like, to cause the people that, like, Taiwan and other countries to be much more in danger right now, considering how badly you fuck this up. Yeah. Because you fucked this up. Yeah. Without question. And the other thing that this shows is, I am... I mean, there, there, there comes ahead. a point that you do just have to rip off the mandate, and you know it's going to be painful. Uh, but I, I feel like that instead of ripping off the Band-Aid, they just, like, hacked off our arm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's just y- ridiculous the way that it, it went down. How do you not have an airport secured to get everyone out by that time? What in the fuck are you thinking? To, like, we've spent billions and billions of dollars. No, we've like, spent trillions Trillions. I'm sorry, trillions we've, of we, dollars. We've spent $2 trillion over the past two decades on the Afghan war. And to put that in perspective, that's somewhere in the neighborhood of $8,000 for every man, woman, and child in America. If you're a family of four, the Afghan war costs you $24,000. Yeah. Yeah. Or $32,000. And what's the end result of this? The end result that we've gotten is you have now equipped the Taliban with, with, I mean, cutting edge technology, drones, Billions of dollars in equipment. Yeah. They're switching out their AK-47s for M16s. Right. Like, or AR-15s or whatever. But they, they are, like, you have, this is probably the worst way you could have actually done this yeah. to pull everybody out. Again, this is going to sound like conspiracy theory. Part of me thinks that you just did it on purpose to cause the most amount of damage that you could cause. No, no. This, but maybe this they're just so stupid. And it goes, here's the thing. You knew this was going to be the way it went down because all your reports from CIA and from all these other organizations were saying that the Taliban's just going to take over. Well, they were, but they were saying in a different timeline. So the, the, the timeline. So the fact that the Taliban was going to take over was a foregone conclusion. Um, and we've known that for a few years now, that the next government was going to be Taliban. That the, the, 
the uh, current government uh, that we essentially installed in Afghanistan had no will. Uh, the the army had no will. They just didn't care. They you know. They, and they were and, and and the thing is, is we put so much money in there that the corruption the corruption was rampant. Right. Yeah. Within the leaders oh, in the other of course in the Afghan yeah, government. That's true in any war zone. No. It's, I mean, war profiteering and, and war uh, markets are you know it, it, that happens every time there's yeah, a war. But that's the point, though. Like, the point is you should know that this happens all the time. So fun, giving them all of our MRAPs and attack right. helicopters and drones and equipping this 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 government up right. in such a way was the wrong move yeah. all around. Yeah, just just by the uh, stuff we left behind, I think the Taliban is now like the 20th largest <laughs> military force in the world. <laughs> yeah, thanks to America. All right, that, that just because of our leftovers. Yeah. Now, yeah. now here's the thing. There's going to be some people that may listen to the show that are going to say, well, you're blaming America. I am, and there's no getting around that, and I don't want to say, I don't want to make it anything else. Now, I'm not blaming the servicemen and women that were over there because they were uh, they were being governed under the rules of these fucking idiots, but this is the dumbest shit that I've ever seen, and it makes it, like, here's the thing. You want to get mad at Trump for not being uh, well-equipped to handle these kinds of things. All right. What do you, if, if that's your problem, then Biden is way worse than Trump in this aspect because you like Trump would not have done it this way. Well, I think he's lost a lot of support uh, because of this. I mean, the the media is is attacking him. Normally, very friendly media is going after him. Yeah, you know, uh, hardcore. Um, yeah, they just botched it so bad. I mean, it's it's like why again, not? there's there's no good way to lose a war, and that's what we just did. We lost a war. Okay, but we lost a war. We were never going to win. Well, right, right. Exactly. I mean, for, for, for Christ's sake, you know, we should learn that if anything has taught us over the years is that Afghanistan cannot be conquered. No. By no, the greatest militaries at the time throughout all of human civilization have tried to conquer Afghanistan and they have all failed. You know, Alexander the Great couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the British Empire of, uh, you know, a couple centuries ago couldn't do it. Um, you know, when the sun never set on the British Empire, it did, it did in Afghanistan. The Soviets couldn't do it at the height of their power. We couldn't do it. You know, I, I mean, it, it's just a completely different mindset of the people there. Yeah. You know, and, and it's. And again, this is nothing to do with the troops that were there or the or, or our military that was there. You can't you just can't do it. Right. Right. So you, what you shouldn't do. Is yeah, equip them. No, yeah, there's no doubt we have the the best, most powerful, well trained, uh, most professional military force on on the planet. Um, they are also the most misused military force on the face of the planet. Yes, constantly, yeah. all the time. Yeah, that's the problem. Right. And and here's the thing: you have you have the neocons out right now that are just like, this is what was going to happen, and see, we told you so, and this right. and this and blah 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 blah, without taking any responsibility for the fact that we've been there for so long because of their dumb asses. Right. right. And to not and to not be able to look and you know the non-intervention is this is what it would look like. No, no, no it wouldn't because we wouldn't have armed them you fucking neocon scumbags. It's all right. It's all right. Every everybody in positions of power is moving all their money from uh, defense contractors to pharmaceuticals now. So, you know, they're they're still going to make their profits. Oh, it's okay. So <laughs> you know what the funny thing is is that it's one of it's times like this where I'm literally any almost not almost any but most media that I'm looking at is is I'm I'm like fuck you screw like look I listen to Shapiro 
a lot, of, you know, because he's one of the podcasts that I like to listen to. And I think a lot of it comes to the tone in which he goes about doing the show and the speed in which he goes about doing the show. Right. Because normally you can get through a lot of information and, and get get a perspective but whether on certain things I disagree with him wildly on, but sometimes overall he does a pretty entertaining show. And Alex Jones isn't on uh, on any of the any of the podcast things, so oh he's not. No, fuck no. Oh, they won't let him on anything, huh? No. Oh, Alex Jones isn't on anything, but he was an entertaining show too. But what I wanted to say was, they knew that this was going to go down. They may not have thought it was going to go down as quickly as it did. And Trump right. knew it, which is why Trump was negotiating with the Taliban. Right. This is also why the government, our government at the end was not even telling the, the, the Afghan forces what they were doing. They were leaving bases oh, and yeah. just leaving the them there. Middle of the night. Yeah. Middle of the night, like sneaking out like a, like a you yeah. know. The Afghan troops were waking up and going, where the fuck are the Americans? Yeah, right. where are they at? Right. Which the way they set that military. They left all their shit behind. <laughs> yeah, for the Taliban. <laughs> right. But the way in which they did it was so stupid that the Secretary of, of Defense, the, the, all these people should should resign in 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 embarrassment that these people should be embarrassed about what they've done and should be one of these things where you should never again I'm not advocating that they commit suicide but <laughs> but over in Japan at least when somebody was disgraced well enough that they'd put the knife in their own gut right Right. And you know what? Here's the thing. You guys have done some shit that puts it in that category. It's a good thing we're not Japanese. Because so, if we were, we'd have a whole lot of beheadings, so, and it wouldn't be from the Taliban. What you're saying is we should uh, be sending uh, <laughs> bamboo mats and katanas up to the White House right now? <laughs> yeah. Here you go, guys. Yeah. Do, do the right thing. <laughs> they should be, yeah. Just do the right thing. Live on TV. That's you it. guys are... Here's the thing. You have to realize now that this government does not care about you, does not like you, does right. not give a shit about you, and they don't give a shit about how they look to the rest of the world. Nor do they give a shit about actually, again, I look at this from the non-interventionist slash interventionist foreign policy when people bring this up. Right. A non-interventionist foreign policy doesn't mean that you don't talk to other countries or set up agreements with other countries, you know, like individuals go over there and trade with other countries. But we just don't have the government do it. That people can go and trade with the Taliban. As a matter of fact, they got all kinds of resources that they can't fucking put out themselves because they're, you know, 8th century freaking, you know, Neanderthals over in that freaking place. They don't have the technology there because we blow, you know, every time they get a little bit of technology, we blow them the fuck up. Right. So why don't, why don't you just get out of the fucking way and let people mine that shit? You know who is going to do that shit? Fucking China. China is now already has an agreement with the Taliban. They're already going to go in there and use their Silk Road freaking initiative to go in there and grab all the resources. So that's just more shit that we're not going to be able to get our fucking hands on unless we're going to go through fucking the, the Uyghur killing fucking Chinese China. and that communist fucking government. They'll turn on China, too, eventually. Well, maybe they will. Yeah, maybe they always, will, but maybe they won't. It always happens. I mean, that's that's, that's you know, in a weird way, I have a, a great deal of respect for the Afghans. Yeah, you know, I, I do. I just, you know, it's like, hey, man, we're a backwards ass goat fucking people. But, uh, you know, this is our dirt. <laughs> yeah, we're patient. We're going to we're yeah. going to wait you out. Yeah. And that's, that's what right. they did. They were patient. They waited us out. They realized from history. Like, the funny thing is, is you have all these other countries that watch history and then and then and then you learn from it and make sure they don't make the same mistakes. Right. And we who are supposed to be the most well-educated country that we can know all this shit, 
have no fucking idea how history even works. And that then we're shocked every time history repeats itself. Right. Yeah. Like the thing about it is this, this situation needs to go back to the beginning in order to understand why it got all fucked up here. Right. Because when we went in there, we went in there to nation build. Not initially, but yeah. Okay, we weren't told initially that we were going to go in there. <laughs> well, I'll give you that one. I'll give you right. that part that we weren't told initially that we were going to go in their nation build. But that was the Bush's fucking plan the entire fucking time. And yeah. we know that because reports came out later on that showed that this was their plan. The next American century, the neocon wet dream oh, yeah. is what they were is the playbook that they were going off of. And somehow Obama continued that shit and Trump was trying to get rid of it, which is why they went after Trump so fucking hard. And then he he ended up making a well, deal. That's that, not the only reason. But well, that's the only, not the only reason. But that was one of the fucking reasons, though. And then B- Biden finally makes the call the right fuck. And again, he makes the right call in such a fucking bad way. Right. That it's like you almost like I'm watching this going. OK, so the neocons are making a point about how bad this was. Right. But they're not taking responsibility for it. And while I'm glad that Biden did what he did, the logistical planning of how to actually exit the country was so poorly done, it's not even funny. You right. had to bring troops back in to secure an airport that you had to, you should have secured beforehand, and now you're having people run a goddamn gauntlet through fucking Taliban to try to get to the fucking airport that right. you can't even get them to. Right. Yeah. And you had billions of dollars on the ground. Yeah. In weaponry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a friggin' disaster. But uh yeah, this is what happens. You, you've got uh, you've got three major factors to it. Um, you know the the hubris of politicians, uh, the profit motive of the uh, military industrial complex, and the the blind patriotism and nationalism of the American people. Ooh! And you get those three factors combined, and this is what happens. You know. Uh, 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 two trillion dollars spent, probably a million people dead, you know, and, uh, you know, c- considering all the uh, Afghan citizens and everything like that uh, before it's all over um, and, uh, you know, nothing to show for it, just uh, except a, a black eye in the, the view of the world and another shot of helicopters taking off a U.S. embassy, oh, I know. you know. Look, here's the thing. You've, I'm sure you've looked some, watched some of this stuff to yeah. see the press conferences where they ask them ahead of time, is this going to be another Vietnam? And they're like, no, it's not going to be another Vietnam. <laughs> totally. We don't, hold on. We don't take our people off in a, in a helicopter. <laughs> and literally, the picture looks just like freaking Saigon. Yeah, yeah exactly. A couple like, days later, exactly you, that happens. Like, how, yeah. how, in the, how in the fuck is this possible? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have to say that the, the media has been, I, I'm actually surprised by how aggressively the media has been questioning the the biden administration and and president biden on this Mm. you know i I mean i heard like npr uh calling bullshit on biden in that press conference you know what i'm saying well because you gotta hold on you gotta remember this as much as the, the as much as the media is in the pocket for the democrats right they are much more in the pocket for the military industrial complex uh, no. Yeah. After watching what you've watched here, when NPR does it, hey, look, some again, it's I, I think this, they didn't all of a sudden find fucking honesty. Nah, I think this is such a case of just, you know, it, it's such a, 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 a glorious, unabashed fuck up that you got to you got to say the emperor has no clothes on this one. I think that's really what it boils down to. Well, and the no. and the other point, the the other point that I wanted to make on this is this. I cannot give you a better example of why a, and again, I know you're not going to, I know you're going to get mad when I say it this way. Mm. 
I'm going to say non non interventionist, but also a a constitutional foreign policy. Why would I get mad at that? Well, because you're an anarchist. Oh. Um, but this is why you need to actually have Congress declare war and not give the president just a blank check to do shit like they did. Right. That it's a well, it's, look, here's it, the thing. Congress We're really keeps approving, good uh, approving the funding. So well, no, that's true. No, no, it's that, really just a cop out for them. They, they, every president has had the complete and full support of Congress. Yeah. So the we fact need an anti-war that, Congress is what we need. Yeah. Yeah. That so, will just not look. Here's the thing. You know what we're really good at? We're really good at going over there, blowing up shit, and killing people and breaking shit. And you know what? I like a military that can do that. We're not even that good at that anymore. Wow, but that's only because of the marching orders, though, like yeah. that you get. Like, if you can just, if you, look, if you let them go and let them do what they're going to do, then they're going to do some, you know, they'll they'll go in there and fuck some shit up. Right. But the problem is, and this is what makes us look weak on the world stage, is that we do the dumbest shit that we have to do, like, there, or that we do. We just, it's dumbest shit all around. None of the policies make any sense. You're... You're pissing off the military people that are going over there because you basically put them in harm's way for no reason. Right. And you turn them into a police force instead of a military force. And you know what happens when you turn them into a police force? You run into a whole bunch of IEDs and you get a whole bunch of fucking people killed. Right. And that's what we did. The blood in this war is is as much of it's on the Taliban for setting up the explosives and all that kind of stuff. It's on the presidency and the leadership of this country. The blood of dead service member is on their fucking hands. And you know what? They're never going to account for it. They're never going to... Oh, just and why would anybody's why would the people in any country trust us ever again? Right. We have screwed them over. Look, we screwed over the the, the Iranians several times. Several yep. times. Yep. We screwed over the Iraqis, the freedom fighters in the Iraqis during the first Persian Gulf War. Right. Is that we said you rise up against Saddam and then we backed off because we didn't do what we were gonna yeah, do. Yeah, and that's we got true. those people fucking killed. Right. And then we put sanctions on them forever in a month and got another hundred, two hundred thousand people killed at this point. We just did it now to the, to the Afghanistan. We've done it around. We did it to Ukraine. We've done it to all these different places. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, one of the, yeah, one of the things that shows is uh, if uh, if America ever comes to your country, don't help them because they will fuck you in the long run. Yes, and, yeah. and here's the thing: they'll leave you there, right? So that the people that do take back over will kill you for being traitors. Exactly. Yeah. We did it to the Iraq. How it many people that right agreed now. with us? How many people that have agreed with us? In if you want to call it Western values, but in a, in a in a in in a non non theocrat whatever, have you gotten killed? Oh yeah. And you know what? It's a whole fucking lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're going door to door right now looking for. Uh, um, they call them SIVs. At least the U.S. military does. Uh, people who assisted the U.S. Uh, you know uh, during uh, uh, during the past twenty years, uh, and they're going door to door looking for those people, and they're killing them, killing their families. You know. It's uh, and you know what they have now in order to do that better, MRAPs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, uh, facial recognition technology. That's <laughs> true because uh, what they the Taliban actually captured uh, all the databases with all the information regarding all of our assets in the country. So now they're literally going door to door with face scanners and saying, "Oh, yeah, here's one of them." Thanks to the American people. Yeah, or th thanks we, to the American. We government. just left them behind. Thanks to the American government. Yeah. Yeah. So now we made we, we gave uh, the Taliban a very efficient method uh, to go kill people who helped us. <laughs> Jeez. I, I, it's it's absolutely astounding. It, it truly is. But again, if you want to go back to the root cause of the problem, the root cause of the problem is after 
we should have taken a, a different constitutional uh, approach and said, just put a, a bounty, you know, le- letters of mark and reprisal. Yeah, you like know. Ron Paul said. Yeah, yesterday was his birthday, by the way. Oh, happy birthday! Um, and uh, just put a, a, you know, even if we put it, let, let's say we put a one hundred billion dollar bounty on um, Osama bin Laden back in the day. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that even a company like BlackRock would have said, "Oh, fuck yeah, we'll go get them for you"? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Hundred billion dollars, we're on it. You know, you would have had foreign governments that said. $100 billion, we'll go find them. Yeah. You know, Pakistan would have given them up. Pakistan would have given them up. Anyone would have given them up for that. And you know what? We would have saved 95% and 100% of American lives. And probably, you know, uh, 99.9% of lives around the world. Yeah. You know, of Afghan lives, you know. So doing that would have been A, the constitutional thing to do. B, it would have solved what supposedly the entire goal of the Afghan war would have been and C would have saved, you know, uh, countless uh, money and lives. Yeah. You know, yeah. would have saved your family uh, probably uh, $31,000. Yeah. And, pro- and you know what? There's a whole lot of people that died over there that wouldn't right. have died. Yeah. You know, th- th- there's a lot of American lives yep. that, that died. I mean, yep. don't get me wrong. Recently, we weren't losing a whole lot of lives in Afghanistan. I'll grant you that. Right. But that here's the thing. You can't say that we were saving American lives now and not and, and ignoring all the people that are maimed, that right. are killed. There, that are, there'd be that a lot of fir- Americans with all their limbs and wouldn't have committed suicide. Yeah, and a, yeah, and a lot less that would have committed suicide because of this stupid foreign policy. So the neocons, don't get me wrong, they are going to reap the benefits in the next election cycle of how badly of a job that was done, but they shouldn't. Right, right, yeah. The Ameri- and, and the thing is this, instinctively, a lot of these people that get elected get elected like Obama got elected partly because he was going to end the wars. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> Bush got elected because of Clinton's adventurous foreign policy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which in retrospect was nothing. Yeah. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. It led he up, bombed an aspirin factory or two. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. It was it, but but he, Clinton did more than that, though. Well, and yeah. it's some of Clinton's things that 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 were responsible somewhat for the justification for 9-11. Because we were always in other countries fucking around with their shit. And again, you're going to like, well, well, you're going to blame America for that. And I'm not yeah, saying that they were right blow, in doing it's that. But it's, Everything about 9-11 was blowback. But it wasn't It wasn't just on Clinton. It was on Bush. And it was going back all the way to oh, back Reagan, you know, Reagan Jimmy and Carter. Carter like yeah. You, I mean, it was the, the fact that we left the, the literally what is now became Al-Qaeda and the Taliban. We left the Mujahideen hanging uh, after the Soviets pulled out Afghanistan. Yeah. It's like, oh, right, we're done with you folks. You know? Yeah. And we just like we use we, we use these people all the time, and then we wonder and we why they don't away. like us. And that's exactly what we're doing again. Yes. Yeah. You know. So there, there's so much that caused um, 9/11. And, and uh, look, first of all, let me just say some of it is blind, irrational, religious hatred. You know, it, it's it's just the, the fucking you know people like Al Qaeda. They're just insane. You know, and they're evil. But but. You also have to acknowledge that if it wasn't for our actions, they never would have targeted us. They still would have been insane and evil, but the Twin Towers would still be standing. Yeah. You know, because we would not have been their target. And the reason that we became their target is because in the case of Al-Qaeda, it's because of what we did to them in Afghanistan in, in 79, 80, 81. 
And uh, in, in the case of Osama bin Laden, it was the fact that during the first Gulf War, uh, we sent all the, the troops to uh, Saudi Arabia and uh, Osama bin Laden has said himself, it, it, when, when I saw U.S. troops on my homeland soil, that's when I decided to strike them. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially that was retaliation for the first Gulf War. But you know who else says this, by the way? Huh? The CIA. Right. Because they talked about blowback. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. and we're also going to see blowback from this, from the people we fucking armed. Yeah. How many times, again, in Syria we armed them. During the first Iran-Iraq war, we armed both sides of the equation. Right. During the time when it's the Russians business. were in Afghanistan, we armed them then. And right. now we armed the Taliban again. Right. A second round of funding for the Taliban. Well, here's the thing about Afghanistan. They're just, they're not going to do anything about it. I don't think the Taliban is actually a threat to us anymore. Um, I mean, they're they're a threat to their own people, uh, but they're they're no longer a threat to us. I mean, that that's the history of Afghanistan. Afghanistan, you know, has has pretty much had the same borders for you know thousand years or something. Um, they just you know they it, it's their territory and they leave everyone else alone. Well, and, but here's the thing too: it's so like it it's such difficult terrain. Right. To even try to, con nobody could control it for logistical reasons. Look, if it's just nothing but a big, huge fucking mountain range right. where everybody's so separated over there. Look, they were doing interviews with people that over there, like 90% of the people in Afghanistan didn't even know 9-11 happened. Right. Like they didn't even know it. No, no. It's, it's, it's a primitive tribal land, you know, for the most part. Yeah. And they're happy, you know, ha having their... They're, you know, raising goats and sheep. They're happy, uh, you know, having poppy fields. And, you know, that's that's their lives. You know, well, and here's the thing, too. The Taliban's probably going to get rid of the poppy fields because that was stuff we were protecting. Uh, I don't know. I think they're going to realize they're going to need a way to fund their new government. Well, so. that, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's true, too, because we're not because yeah. there's a bunch of money that was that we that was going to them because we were giving them just right. pallets full of cash. Right. By the way. Yeah. And like, I just I just I let me ask you a question. Did you watch this week going like, how do you guys not see we're right here? Like, how how is, how is like, when you listen to any of the stuff, now don't get me wrong, there was a lot of people that were prefaced it by saying that they were happy that, that Biden made the decision that he made to play. Hey, as am I. It, it was the right decision. It was just the horror, wrong impl implementation. Like, yeah. I mean, the thing is this, if you're going to get your people out, then secure a way to get the people that are American right. citizens out of the country. Right. If there was even a chance that you thought that this could happen. Right. Even if it was a remote chance, let me give you the benefit of the doubt to say you took a look at all the different um, um, uh, intelligence out there and said, well, the probability's low, but it's still a possibility. So, Well, actually, the, the State Department was saying there was a high probability. Well, no, 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 I know, no, yeah. I know, I know. But let's just say that there were, let, let me give you the benefit of the doubt on it to right. say that in the best case scenario that it was going to take a little while, they'd eventually do it, but... You know, but eventually they're going to take over. Why would you leave them all of your shit? Like, why not just break it all? Like, just bomb right. the fuck out of your own shit before you leave. Like, destroy well, the bases before you leave. That's like, the thing. They evacuated like they were about to be overrun, and that was not the case. You know, they could have... The, the U.S. military could have easily defended, and, and the Taliban weren't attacking. So, but they, they literally... Um, you know, left these bases and, and left these uh, facilities as if they were being overrun when that wasn't the case. 
Yeah. You know, I, 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 I don't get that. Yeah. I mean, who, why would you make that decision? Why wouldn't you just wait? Okay, well, we're, we're moving out, but let's get our logistics in place. Let's make sure we can transport everything and anything that's not worth transporting, let's destroy. Like the visual of that C-130 going down the airstream, running down, you know, to take off with all of those people around it and people falling off the fucking yeah. plane. I think that was a C-5, but oh, yeah. C5, I'm your, sorry, your C-5. Point, yeah. But to see that going on, and then when that plane gets back, that the the landing gear doesn't work because there's dead bodies in it. Right? Are you? We are not like. Right. We are I, not I, that can, bad. Right. I mean, we are obviously now. Yeah. But you put, and this is the thing too. Again, I don't blame the troops for this because it's the situation that causes the shit to get so fucked up. Is that they're trying to do the best they can. To, to make up for a mistake that the leadership obviously made. Like, here's the thing. You're going to tell me you couldn't have cordoned off that entire city right? and then let people escape that way? That way, all they had to do was get to the city. There's a lot more ways in at that point. Logistically, for the Taliban, it's a lot harder to have checkpoints when right. you're running the entire city. And as long as somebody gets to the capital, then they'll be able to exit and get onto the planes right. and get out of there. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and have people escape that way. And again, if we hadn't pulled out, the Taliban would not have advanced because like i said they have not attacked you know they saw the opening that we gave them right. obviously we pulled out of course we created a vacuum and they're gonna fill it you know i, I mean but it, we recreated oh but we created a vacuum before we were done oh yeah long before like we needed to do a lot more shit we didn't even get all the american we didn't even get our staff out yeah you know i mean I, I, look <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, it just it makes no sense the way it was implemented. And this these were the commanders on the ground um, making these decisions. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you got to blame the I blame probably the generals more than I, I blame, you know, the administration on this. I, I blame the generals somewhat, but the administration even more, though. Well, yeah, because I, I mean, the generals were. I think some of the generals were saying we need to do this. We need to do this. We need to do this. And they weren't letting them. And they were just. Like, oh, no. really? Yeah. I saw, oh, yeah. No, so I don't this, know where the orders to some of this. Some of this. The logistically is was the logistic just, orders. Yeah. yeah. The logistical orders on this one were the administration was doing it and they were just like they were not doing it correctly yeah. because you got a lot. Of, here's the thing, because you have an old decrepit man who's who has dementia along with a staff of people that are more interested in being woke than in actually actually getting things done. You know, and that is one thing that that keeps blowing my mind is one huge topic of conversation is um, how the Taliban uh, is going to treat women and girls. Yeah. Okay. And I get that, but it's almost like they, that's what they exclusive care, care, care about. It's like, Oh, well we don't give a shit how the Taliban treats men and boys, you know, yeah. but women and girls, yeah. Well, and, it's, and they, they only said it, by the way. Like they're not actually going to do it. I mean, they're a bunch right. of liars. Like, like, like Biden's a liar. These people oh, yeah. are lying their ass off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, they, you know, they they don't give it. Well, who knows? <laughs> for for all I know, at this point, the Taliban could have uh, more integrity than the U.S. government. <laughs> you know, I, I, don't I mean, none know. of them have any integrity. No. I, I, no. When I watch this, especially this whole week, when you watched it, you're just like, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. I know. 
You know, know. like you like how and then to not admit that you and not admit that you fucked it up, by the way. Right. To be so like to and this again, this is where Trump comes into play. Right. I hate to say it this way, but this is where Trump comes into play. They've learned now that what you should do is never admit fault and to always, you know, defer to something else in order to make sure that you can get away with it. And that's what they're all doing right now. Lloyd Austin, again, who's the secretary of defense, that freaking military industrial complex scumbag motherfucking piece of shit. It, like it, the fact that you're not leaving the job in humiliation right now should give you all you need to know about that scumbag military industrial combat right. bought and paid for piece of shit. Right. Yeah. God damn it. Pisses well, me off. All I know is that, uh, you know, the good news is uh, even though America lost this war, we're still uh, 12, two and one. And it looks like we're going to make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. When did you think of that? Just now? Just now. Just now? <laughs> yeah. Like, it wasn't a bit you were waiting no, on? I wasn't saving that. That just okay. popped in my head. Hold on. Which one? Hold on. 12, 2, and 1. Yeah. Vietnam and Afghanistan, and Korea was 1. That draw. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> yeah. enough. So. Fair enough. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jesus. Yeah. Like, here's the thing, too. The 2 and 1, you realize, was done after World War II. Right. And we could have won... It, it, I want to say you could have won. No, I don't think that's the thing. I don't think there was ever any possibility of us winning in Vietnam or winning in Afghanistan because you can't define the victory because it's a different type of you have to understand that when you're fighting a guerrilla war against an ideology, you're never going to win that. If you're fighting a government where once you take out the leaders of that government, you have won the war. Then you, those wars you can win, but when you're fighting an idea uh, that and it, you're fighting a people, it's a whole different story. So I think that's kind of the the difference. War is different than it used to be. Even even you know, 60, 70 years ago, you yeah, know, war used to be a um, you know a formal engagement between governments that had a specific set of rules. It's not that anymore. You know what I'm saying? We wage war against ideas, and you can't. You can't ever win that. But well, hold on. Let me ask this question, too, though. If your idea of victory in Afghanistan was we go in there, blow enough shit up until we get to the guys that took that did 9-11 and then we, leave from well, there. Well, if that's the case, we that won a decade been, ago. Then that would, but that would have been victory, though. Right. But we we snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Well, we, we try to change people's minds. Which you can't do. You You're can't not going to win that war no matter what. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, you can't take, like we said, a, a culture that has literally been tribal for thousands of years. Um, you know, they think in, in terms of their village and not much more. You can't turn them into a cohesive, you know, democratic society. It's no, it's with, not going to work. our values. It, it, they have their own values. They have their own ideas. They have their own traditions. You're not going to win that. You know, and you certainly can't change their religion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Despite so, your best efforts. Right. Yeah. So it's just, you know, the, the best bet is just, you know. Uh, the, <laughs> the best bet is free trade with all entangling alliances with none. Exactly. And stay yeah. the fuck out of places you ain't supposed to be in. And if you are going to go in there, then you need to be the most evil sons of bitches on the fucking planet and leave. Yeah. Because if you, here's the thing. If you looked at a, if you looked at a foreign policy that would be one of a foreign policy of non-intervention, if we did go to war, like if we were attacked and we did go to war, right. and our and our solution to that was we're going to use tactical fucking nukes, and we're going to fucking turn some shit into fucking parking lots, and then right. go the fuck home in a week. Then you'd be the Chinese, the, well, but then no one would fuck with you. Well, uh, no one really fucks with us anyway. 
No, no, no. That's not true. They fuck with us all the time. Who? No, no, no. Like, because we're over there, they're fucking with us all the time. Oh, well, yeah. If we weren't in their backyard, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like saying, uh, you know, I, I keep getting in a fight with this guy. Every time I walk into his house uninvited, he he hits me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what? Here's the thing. I would like this to be a bit one time, and I, I, I'm just thinking of it right now. Can we do a bit? To, and we'd have to really work on this bit. Can right. we do a bit of what a podcast would be of the non-war um, empire people in Star Wars be like? <laughs> it sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> so no. <laughs> That's I really thought I had a good idea for a second. I, I actually, I, I did and very fleshed out. I didn't really even understand it. So no, no, no. What I'm saying is like, you know how you have, you know, the empire because you played the music right. of the empire, right? Yeah. What if you had the people that were the anti-war empire people? Okay. That were just like, you know, Vader's fucking up, man. He's just always screwing this stuff up. And the emperor, who's listening <laughs> to the emperor? Who elected this guy to freaking? Oh, the Senate. That does. That's just a. That's just a push through organization. They're getting rid of that shit anyway. <laughs> like to use the Star Wars references. Don't even get me started on the fucking righteous Jedi. <laughs> yeah. They fuck this the, all up. Who the fuck do they think they are? You know. <laughs> and Luke turncoat that he is right. <laughs> now he's Darth Vader <laughs> and I think Yoda was involved in some gay shit <laughs> uh, little green motherfucker <laughs> yeah that actually that could be a funny bit but uh, we pretty much just did it <laughs> we just, <laughs> we're not going to do a whole show on that <laughs> Uh, shit. What, uh, hey, use the force my ass is, is there anything else you want to cover on Afghanistan because we got like seven minutes left in the show shut up no, uh, <laughs> come serious, on serious we got to seven minutes on the show we, yeah yeah wow. let's hold see. on so the US won't let Taliban access Afghanistan's financial assets held in America right so we have that fire the military and intelligence bigwood who bundles America now there was a New York Post editorial that was done about that well who are was, they blaming um, they're just for bungling it. Oh, so pretty much everyone. Yeah, yeah. It was an opinion piece by Glenn Reynolds. Yeah, fuck, fuck the post. Fuck, fuck Glenn Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm just I'm, pu- I'm putting it up there. Yeah. The China and the Taliban begin their romance because you know they have all this. Yeah, that's because well, if you're gonna move everything to fucking solar and electric electric cars, what you need is the fucking materials that are in fucking Afghanistan right now. They got a lot of lithium there. Yeah. Well, lithium's all over the place. So uh, North America, Canada, and the U.S. have huge, huge lithium deposits. And I think uh, Russia does, too. So, yeah, it's, it's probably not that valuable uh, uh, this as was, far and as the one from the Daily Coast where it says top Taliban leaders are among the 5,000 that Trump released last year. Yeah, yeah. Now, it, looking back, in looking back at the whole thing, right? there were signs that America knew that they were going to do with the Taliban, which is – and this is the – this is the beautiful thing about Trump <laughs> is that sometimes his sexy body, he's so fucking transparent because he wanted to negotiate with the Taliban and like screw the regular Afghan government. Right. Like he didn't care about that. He was just he wanted to, well, he wanted to have the Taliban at the table. He saw the writing on the wall. And he thought the Afghan government was a bunch of losers. <laughs> losers. <laughs> and the Taliban were winning. So Winners. Yeah. yeah. They were huge. They right. were so huge. <laughs> so I've loved the Taliban for years. <laughs> they're gonna Big let fan. me put they're gonna let me put Trump Tower right in Kabul. <laughs> All right. You're right. That wouldn't surprise me, actually. That would have been a better pullout than what the fuck we got now. Yeah. Because you know there'd been a lot less chaos. Yeah. You know, where's Trump when you need him, huh? Maybe put a casino in there. 
You know, I mean, I'm sure the Taliban would be fine with gambling. I think maybe a, a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's why I think OnlyFans is actually com- is out of Afghanistan because as soon as this happened, all of a sudden you can't put porn on fucking OnlyFans. Can now. you believe that? Yeah, if you haven't heard, OnlyFans is saying that they will no longer host adult content. I thought that's pretty much all that was on there. Why? I mean, I, I'm sure there's some sites, but in like 80% of uh, OnlyFans adult content, well, apparently they're based in the UK. And the UK is, uh, of course, because, you know, they just, you know, they're, they're further down the censorship road than we are. And it's, you know, we're following their lead pretty quickly. But yeah, apparently, we are. Uh, there were, we're not the leader here. There were a whole bunch of banking issues or something like that. It's, uh, they're not letting them, you know, transfer money or something. Uh, here, I didn't actually read the full story on that. But, uh, yeah, it, the company said the decision was taken to comply with requests from its banking and payment providers. Uh, OnlyFans said it will no longer allow sexually explicit content starting October 1st. So, yeah, I guess the, uh, you know, the the government of uh, the UK is pushing out mandates in the banking, uh, you know, uh, community. That's the thing. It's this whole this whole semi-fascist thing of governments using the private sector uh, to control behavior. I mean, it's just gotten completely out of control. Um, you know, it's, it, we're, we're seeing examples of it everywhere you look you know so here's a case where they're uh the uk is doing it for uh, uh you know purity reasons <laughs> for lack of a better term uh but there's all kinds of examples of it happening over here all the time uh in fact uh, the, the uh, department of homeland security is now uh hiring is considering hiring uh private firms to analyze social media content looking for uh, extremist uh, content. So they're going to be hunting for people who are, you know, uh, quote-unquote domestic extremists, and they don't have the assets, apparently, to, you know, cover all of social media, so they're going to hire third-party companies to do it for them. <laughs> they're hiring the third-party companies to get around constitutional limits that they That's have. That's exactly right. That's what they're doing. Yeah. That's your government. Yeah. Evil evil yeah the government's evil oh yeah let's just they don't well, care about you by the way and, just get that through your fucking head that they don't give a fuck about you and that's what they figured out is uh you know they can get around the the you know fourth fifth sixth amendments oh uh, they don't give a fuck yeah well they can get around it by just going to the uh, companies and you know why the companies can give it to them because you agreed to it when you signed up because you didn't read the fucking privacy policy and you didn't read the terms and conditions it's your own goddamn fault you know, all of you, <laughs> I mean, you're I know, responsible I know for you're it. Yelling at me. I know you're I, I'm yelling at I'm you sorry. specifically. I'm sorry. Um, but I'm, I'm sorry. also, I'm also yelling at a lot of our listeners who, uh, you know, don't take the time to bother. And, and when you do that, you're actually creating the environment where this can, you know, can grow and, and that the, you know, the government can do this. So you've sown the don't seeds make me eat the cuttlefish. of your own, <laughs> of your own, uh, you know, a surveillance state. Don't make me eat the cuttlefish. I know. I know. Ooh, cuttlefish. Yeah. No tapioca for you. <laughs> oh, God. That's so nasty. I know. Oh, I know. Oh, I don't need that in my life. I really don't. But, yeah, we're, we're uh, coming close to the end of the show here. Uh, I can't we, believe we're we, coming we close spent, to the end of the show. We spent so much time in Afghanistan. That <laughs> we, we, <laughs> Part of the pun. Why was pun. that a pun? We spent so much time in Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, 20 years. This show seems like it was 20 years long. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! But uh, oh, that's a good time. But we uh, we've got a lot more to I talk about. Right of, you, I feel drunk right now. I feel drunk right now. You seem pretty drunk, and yeah, you're you're pretty much incorrigible at this point. But uh, 
yeah. If you want to listen to hour number two, Thank you. go to patreon.com slash unintended baggage, where there's a whole lot of other things that Adrian's going to not do um, that would be part of the show, but I will do, so at least you have one person that's involved with this show that's not a complete fucking asshole. We'll see you on the other side. Yeah.